I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is The Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9to5er turned top producing realtor and coach. Along the way to growing a top 1% attraction-based real estate business, I became obsessed with all things marketing systems, scaling, and social. But it wasn't always easy, and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how to make it happen. So I created the Market Authority Show to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting-edge strategies. Here, we always keep it real and never shy away from the topics that you are dying to know more about but can never get a straight answer to. Clients, growth, family balance, failure, and how to navigate an ever-changing real estate industry are just a few of the topics that we're going to tackle together. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on and all are welcome here. So let's dive in. Today, I am welcomed by friend, agent, and MAA alum, Kara McLaney. Kara serves home buyers and sellers in the greater Houston, Texas area, Sugarland to be specific, which sounds beautiful. She is a born and raised Houstonian and graduated from the University of Houston and the Steven Stagner Sales Excellence Institute with a marketing and sales degree. Kara is passionate about serving her clients and guiding them through their home buying and selling journey. But the story that we're going to be sharing with you today is Kara's experience through the first full year of starting her real estate business. She got fully licensed and began full-time in real estate on October 1st of 2021, which was almost to the date one full year from the time of this recording. I love that congruity. And she joined the Market Authority Academy a couple of months after that when she realized that she needed a little bit more support, a little bit more clarity, and a better plan to ensure that she could maintain the boundaries between work and life that were important to her. And I think that this is a really important conversation to have. It is okay for real estate agents to produce at a high level, to serve their clients, to create an an incredible business and income to match, and to do that in the time and boundaries that a professional decides is right for them. And that's one thing that I love and respect about Kara so much. She had a really clear sense of how she wanted work to fit into her life. She was going out on a limb to become an entrepreneur and start a business and become a business owner. And she recognized that that could become a huge part of her life and her personality. And that if she wasn't really strict about how she created boundaries and the vision that she had for the way that that needed to play out in a healthy and sustainable way, then she wasn't going to be successful. And so she did that. She has created an incredibly impressive business in her first year, and she's very clear on her ideal clients. And she, even more importantly, is super crystal clear on exactly what needs to happen in her business each day to drive consistent results to her business. And I think that that is a huge win 
that a lot of real estate agents can be envious of. So if you want to hear how Kara did it and the ways that we helped her do that in the Market Authority Academy, you are going to love this conversation. We talk about time management as a realtor. We talk about systems and follow-up. And then at the end of our conversation, we break down her 90-day action plan to really set the tone for the end of the year, make sure that she is going to maintain her priorities and her goals, even as life gets busy for her, and set up the trajectory for an incredible 2023. You're going to love that last little bit of live coaching. I really hope that you stay until the end of this recording to hear everything that we have in this conversation. It was a lot of fun. And big, big, big thanks to Kara for being so generous with her time and story with the Market Authority Show. All right, that's enough for me. Let's go to Kara. Kara, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm super excited to chat. I am so honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, the the pleasure is all mine. So we have been able to work together for the last 10 months or so, somewhere around there. I'm so excited to catch up, hear the story and kind of see where things are headed for you going into the next year. So for those who have not met you yet, can you share just a little bit about your story so far in real estate, where you work and kind of how it's gone so far? Sure. Yeah. So I'm located in Sugarland, Texas. Not many people have heard of it, but it is ranked one of the top cities in the U.S. And we are just southwest of Houston, Texas. So I do serve greater Houston area, southwest area. Um, love this place because I grew up here. Um, but after graduating from the University of Houston in 2018, I decided I'm going to be an entrepreneur. So started um, a marketing business where I actually served real estate agents with marketing content for their businesses. And that kind of transformed into an inside sales role that I was doing full time. I got licensed. And then this time last year, October 1st, I dove right in and I became like a realtor on my own full time. So it's nice that we're meeting at this time of the year because I've just finished the first year. I think that's so awesome. So you had you had a couple months of kind of getting your bearings, figuring out exactly how it was going to look like for you before you and I met. What was it like in those first months before you came to Market Authority? And what were some of the big like fears or challenges that you had at that point? Yeah, so um, this time last year, I joined a very small team, um, kind of started figuring out what this full-time real estate life looked like. And I realized I could not manage it all. I was thinking, like, all I want to do is come home at five and be with my husband, like watch Netflix. But I was making this role everything in my life. I couldn't turn it off. And so about three months in, I start researching. I'm like, there's got to be like some way I can manage all of this. And that's when I came across um, Market Authority Academy. And the first thing is what I was looking for is, some way to figure out what I need to do in my day and then turn it off. And that's exactly what I found here. So when we talked, I think it was January. Mm -hmm. That was my main thing. I'm like, tell me what I need to do every day so that I can like chill at night. And I've been able to do exactly that. That was like main priority for me. So as soon as I started the Academy, that's really what I like dove into. And it's made me more productive. It's made me a better wife, a better 
daughter, a better friend, and I would say a better business owner as well. So that's been really like the best thing that has happened since we first talked in January. I love that so much because I feel like a lot of times there's there's a lot of agents like you who have that mindset where it, it doesn't have to, you you can have a successful business, you can see growth, you can earn the income that you desire to have, and it doesn't have to take away everything else that you value. And, and I think that this is like, your story is one that is undershared in the industry because there's so many really loud voices that are like, you need to be waking up at 5 a.m. and you need to be focusing on your 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. game and you need to be grinding and hustling to make your dreams happen. And it's like, actually, you don't. And it can be a lot more simple if you just have like the ability to filter what's important and what's not at any given time. Yeah, I felt like my health was lacking Um, just like hobbies that I enjoyed, I was not doing anymore. I felt like because I was trying to get this business off the ground, I had to spend every minute in it, which is not the truth. Like, I think when I set aside the hours that I work and then like live my life afterwards, things just got better. Yeah. And I can see it on your social media too, because you are, you're active on Instagram. And I was like, kind of looking at your profile and just seeing some of the things that you're up to. And what I love so much is like, you always look happy in your photos. Like, I feel like sometimes we can tell when someone's like, (laughs) really just kind of posing for the picture, but you always look happy. And I love that you share pictures with your husband. I'm assuming that's him. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. They're so cute. And I was looking at your pictures and I'm like, they have a lot of fun. Like you get to actually go out and enjoy the place where you love to live and work, which is, I think something that's really beneficial. What were some of the, what were some of the key pieces that had to change for you to get on the right track to accomplish that? Um. Those were identifying what needed to be done because as a new agent, it was like, well, I should be planning marketing events, but also like Instagram posts and being at open houses every weekend, but then making 50 calls a day. And like, how do I do all that? Right. Um, So figuring out what were the most important things to be doing every day um, in our power hours that you've taught. And I mean, checking on your social media and engaging like that is so much fun to me now like before it was kind of like a chore and now it's like oh my gosh I get to post something and then I get to comment on everyone else's posts like it's so much fun um but also like clearing out my CRM most days like before having it in my power hours it was something I wanted to just look over like I'll just do it tomorrow right like I don't want to do it tonight Mm -hmm. or today um but just like I have five key things that I do every morning. And when I do those, I already feel accomplished. So it's like the rest of the day, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this. Let's do it. That is so cool. And, and for being a first year agent, like that doesn't really happen. (laughs) Like I look back at my experience as a first year agent and I was like the person running around with my hair on fire (laughs) and, and it took me a while to figure out that it didn't have to be that way. So I'm so glad that you were able to find something different. 
How did that translate into the way that you um, generate clients and interact with them? Like, do you feel like it made that process easier and more successful on that end? Yeah, it did. And it gave me time to be more creative. So I've really involved video into my follow-up now. Um, Through my CRM, I can send just video messages as a text or like video emails, which is so fun. And people are very responsive to it. But if I had been running around with my hair on fire like I was the first three months, I never would have even come across that idea. So it's given me time to plan marketing events that I really enjoy and to like collaborate with businesses in the area and not be like tied to my computer all day. So I've been creating more relationships um, instead of having to like sit in the office and do computer work that I think I need to do, but I don't really need to do. Love that. That's super cool. So you're on Instagram and YouTube. Are you still on the Facebook group that you were managing earlier this year too? Or um, have we kind of pivoted from that a little bit? Yeah, so um, about six months ago, I actually changed um, teams to a very high producing team in the area. And so that was with my last team. So with this team, we have, oh my gosh, they're so great. Um, We're we're one of the top teams in Sugarland. It's a brother duo and there's about 25 agents. So we, um, we just have a lot of marketing events that we do and Um, We have a lot of listings in the area, which brings a lot of buyers. So I get to help serve them as well. I love that. How have you found your way with a team a little bit? So um, I I love when newer agents decide to go the team route. I think that having a little bit of that, like, like you said, like being able to collaborate, having the camaraderie is really, really helpful. Um, Yes. But I know that you're also really focused on developing your own brand, developing your own business and making sure to maintain your own systems. How do you kind of carve out that space for yourself and keep that a little bit separate? That was the biggest thing for me and a team, because from the beginning, I knew I wanted this to be a very long term business. Like, that's the goal. So building my brand is very important to me. And so you know, a few months back, I'm like, but how would that work if I'm working with a team? Because they already have a brand, right? Mm -hmm. Well, this team I joined, they are very hands off until like, it's needed, right? Which is the perfect mix for me, because I have my own time and schedule and like, clients and all the things. So I build my own brand. But I'm associated with this team who's very high productive and very known in the area, which gives me, you know, it helps out a little bit. So, and also when it comes down to actually the transactions, I have this team of people that have been in the business for 20 plus years that can hop on the phone with me and walk a client through something. So knowing that I have a support system is really great as a new agent. Um, And so when I kind of weighed the pros and cons of it a few months ago, I thought it's probably the best route for me, at least for the first few years. Yeah, I love that. And I actually I started with a team for the first year or two of my real estate business. 
And it, it wasn't even really like that. Like it was, it was more probably if I were to look back on it, it was more like just a mentorship where I had like the red telephone. So like we had someone to call when we were writing the contract to make sure that we didn't get sued <laughs> or, yeah. or get our clients in trouble or something. But it was the same thing where we we're like, okay, we have a little bit of something to fall back on in case we need that extra support, but we're not going to lose sight of still creating the foundation for our own business. And you mentioned, you mentioned brand a couple of times. Tell me a little bit about your journey to developing your brand and kind of how you feel it's coming together in this first year. Um, I feel like I'm really finding my voice now. So nailing down in the Market Authority Academy who my client is. Like at first I was kind of serving everyone, right? Like sellers, buyers, new, old. And now after really like taking the time to think it through. Who do I work the best with? Like, who do I get so excited to help? Like, what kind of real estate do I enjoy? Nailing that down. And then, you know, that's my, those are my posts now, which I feel like my voice is coming out. I have an idea of what needs to be posted. And then those types of clients are coming into my DMs or commenting. And so it's kind of just, become this I don't know like things are just kind of falling into place now that I know what I'm doing <laughs> I love that can you, can you tell me a little bit about the ideal client as you have them identified now yeah so it's a first-time buyer who is looking for new construction so we have a lot of new homes out here and you know first-time buyers they they come to you and they're like I don't know what to do <laughs> especially in our most recent market like uh, multiple offers and bids and all sorts of things. And new construction was such a great option for them because we didn't have the competition. They were getting a brand new house and new appliances. And they were also getting like closing cost incentives. So it was so fun. Like, hey, you've been thinking you can only buy resale, but look at this other option that I have for you. And there's so much of it. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I have been communicating on my social media platforms and my brand. Yeah. And, and when I see the different platforms that you're on between YouTube and Instagram, like it's super clear to me because like you have a lot of congruity in the way that you're creating content there. Did that just like, and I know that we have a lot of tools for you to use to kind of help develop that content strategy. Um, But do you feel like it clicked right away or do you feel like it took a little bit of trial to really find like the perfect mix of what you wanted to post for your specific audience. Yeah. So it took a little bit just because I want to be very like friendly and like, let's chill together and like, let's have fun, you know? And so when it comes to posting, I don't want it to be just like new construction. What do first time home buyers do? Right. I like to add in like me and my husband on the boat or like we're doing a giveaway with a small business right now, like such fun, like community things. And I think like the resources that you do provide, they add those into it. So it's like, it's not all business. Like you encourage show like your life, like let people in. That's what they want to see the most anyways. So, you know, like, let them into your life a little. And I really enjoy that side of it. 
So, you know what I love about that, just as, as you're sharing that, I can see how easily this is going to evolve for you over time, because it's kind of similar to what happened to me where we were really focusing on the first time home buyers. But when you do what you're doing and you focus on the lifestyle and just enjoying where you live and finding ways to just enrich relationships and connection, you're always going to be relevant even after the sale, right? Because you're going to be able to stay in touch. You're going to have something to add over time. Have you kind of seen that coming together as you've gotten closings under your belt? Yeah. So I feel like with some of my um, clients, like they, they're in their new home. But if I see something that reminds me of them, I'll send it over to them. Like, oh my gosh, y'all will love this event. Like your kids would love this event this weekend. Or like, I'm at Lake Conroe this weekend. Like, check this out. I know you would love it. So creating that cre- creating that relationship with the clients for it to like continue on throughout life, um, just to kind of relate on what they like and what I like. I love that part of it. That's so cool. Are there any specific systems that you have implemented to maintain that connection or just make sure it's like tighten up your marketing in general? Yeah, so coming from an inside sales position, I am like a nerd when it comes to follow up. So I love having like systems in place. Like I know this client is six months out, so they're going to be like contacted this many times throughout the year, that kind of thing. And the plans that you've provided for me, I was able to put in my CRM, tag my client so that like at 9 p.m. at night, I'm not thinking, oh, my gosh, I haven't reached out to them in forever, right? Instead, like I know that when I need to reach out to them, it's going to tell me my CRM well, and they'll, then I'll be on top of it. So that's really helped like clear my mind and organize my business. I love that. And I feel like that helps um, that helps give you a sense of like confidence and empowerment in the business, too, which is a really hard sense to develop when you're a newer agent <laughs> because, yes. because, and we were kind of talking about offline, there's a lot of like limiting beliefs or ways we can hold ourselves back. And so I feel like anything we can do to help us know that like, look, I got this, I have everything I need. I've got what I need in place to make sure I'm not going to drop the ball. That's yeah. always going to be a win. Right. Yeah. And like, I guess just the way that you communicate with, like the people in the academy is very casual and friendly. And that's what I give my clients like, Hey, thinking about you this week, like, or this is coming up, wanted to let you know, I just love having like that voice in my business. Love that. So what do you what do you see in the next year? Like, what are you excited about? What are you thinking? What are you planning? What do you want to try next? Paint the picture. So as a marketing guru, you know, coming from school as a marketing person, like that's what I want to focus on this year is serving my community with free content, kind of like um, bringing in like a home organizer and sharing like all the details with my past clients and my sphere of influence and anyone in the community that wants to show up to the event. And so creating that like space for creativity but also whoever attends gets to learn something very valuable and I get to meet them. So incorporating like actual in-person marketing events throughout the year 
Like that's what I want to really focus on next year or this coming year. So, so you've gotten to the points where you know a little bit more about your voice, you know, your ideal clients, you know what they're into. And now that we have those pieces, we're looking to like come up with a marketing calendar to really bring everyone together and take that to the next level then. Exactly. And like identifying what direction I want to go with that. Like, do I need to focus on just first time home buyers? Or do I focus on helping current homeowners improve their life somehow with organizing or um, like interior design or stuff like that? Yeah. As you've developed your, your network of past clients, have you found that you've naturally also met more people who are homeowners who maybe you weren't a part of that transaction, but like you develop friendships and other connections with people like that in the community? Yeah. And um, some of those are like my personal friends. So like before I was a realtor, they bought houses. And so it's like, I've been in my house for two years now. Like I'm trying to figure out home ownership. And then, you know, maybe when they start having babies, they'll want to move to a bigger house. So I'm kind of really speaking to all sorts of people right now in different stages of life. So most agents, and we talk about this, will have more than one ideal client. And that kind of allows you to stair step to where you want to be, right? So for example, in my journey, it looked really similar where first time home homeowners, um, that was like who I was trying to get in front of home buyers. And then over time, like naturally, we began to connect with more and more current homeowners. And so what we exactly like what you said, like we started looking to that second time moving up. Hey, if you are a solo real estate agent on a team or even a small team leader, you need to listen to me and do not skip this. I have an important thing that I want to share with you. Did you know that you can go right to marketauthorityacademy.com and book a free strategy session with my team where during this 30 minute call, you will clarify the goals that matter to you as a real estate agent. You will identify sticking points that are holding you back from tapping into your full potential. And you'll also learn how you can more quickly reach your production goals and overcome the obstacles that our industry and the real estate market is presenting us. This is a call that will help you grow as well as help your business grow. And at the end, if it seems like we can help you reach your goals and overcome your sticking points faster and with less stress, we will share a bit about the Market Authority Academy and invite you into this transformative mentorship program where we coach real estate agents through our proprietary business building blueprints that is proven to help agents close more deals and get back time and stress by using the right systems and strategies that support them. Head over to marketauthorityacademy.com now to book your free 30 minute call. Now back to the show. So, so as our network started developing more of those like current homeowners and we were closing more deals that allowed us to start looking at like, okay, what's next? How is our marketing message going to evolve as our network evolves? And I think that that's kind of where you're beginning to get into, which is super exciting. I think home organization events are super fun. But again, like see what you're doing here, which is so smart. You're focusing on lifestyle. You're not just trying to like pedal homes and trying to like shove showings 
and new listings down the throats of your client base. You're actually saying, hey, now that you're at where you're at right now, how can we really enrich your life so that when the next transition comes, I'm a natural next part of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that journey for you. So how how can I help from where we're at now and where you're wanting to go? What are we looking to plan? What what needs to be put in place and how can I help you at this point? Um I think just like from the coaching side of things, like um, you know, we've kind of mentioned this before, but the limiting beliefs. So getting my mindset real clear that I can actually do this, you know, like it becomes a lot, especially when you have multiple clients going on and you're trying to serve them, but also like keep up with marketing and all the things. And so just like remaining confident and also like age is kind of a huge thing right now in my business. Like I feel like a lot of people see me and they're like, oh, well, you're like brand new and like you're kind of young like do you really know what you're doing and being able to like prove that to them like I'm gonna serve you throughout this entire thing I know what I'm doing I have a team to back me so really just kind of like getting my mindset straight on those kinds of things so it's kind of um like an internal pressure and an external pressure where you know that as your business is going to evolve, you know that you're going to need to have just, you're going to have to continue to evolve with that to service everybody who needs help and maintain the systems that you've already implemented as they grow. And then also conveying that you're doing that to give people the peace of mind that you are that professional businesswoman who's going to be on top of everything no matter what, right? Regardless of age or regardless of experience. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Is it when you're feeling held back from age, who or what specific situations do you find that trigger popping up most common in? Meeting new leads. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm out or like in open houses, it's happened a few times. Like some people just kind of write me off because they don't think I'm old enough to do this thing. Can we talk about a specific experience maybe where you've had that? Like, were they in that ideal client group or do you find that they were maybe in a different demographic, a different phase of life? Different phase of life. Um, I think like when couples come in and they have kids my age, you know, they're (laughs) like, (laughs) but also at a closing one day, um, my clients had closed and I'm like, let me grab your picture. I'm taking their picture. And the person working at the title company was like, you're the realtor? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're so young. I'm like, thank you. That's rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it the, Was it just totally curious? I, I feel like we need to like unpack this a little bit. Was it the actual, <laughs> was it the actual escrow officer for the transaction or just somebody who there? She was at the front desk, but she had kind of, worked through our transaction with us so so she's just interjecting her opinion for no reason yeah great okay so (laughs) people will people will do that and I I have this um this memory where I was like first or second year agent like right where you're at and and I was telling you 
I got into the business when I was 21. Like I was clueless. I had no idea how to present myself. You have figured it out. Like, I'll just, I'll just tell you the way that you look today. Like you look great. And I know you always look put together on, on Instagram and all the, all the things where I see you. Um, I did not figure that out for a while. It took me a little bit to really understand how to like put myself together and then feel as if I was walking in my own skin, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I remember walking into a listing appointment and I was wearing like a sundress. It's Phoenix. It's hot. Like it's super casual here, but I was just wearing a sundress and I don't know, maybe I just like didn't have enough makeup on or something. And as I'm walking past the homeowner, he says to his wife, like under his breath, but really not at all. He's like, what is she 18? And I was mortified in that moment. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what the heck? And and it carried me around that entire time when, when I was talking to them, yeah. rightly, entire listing appointment. I couldn't get it out of my head because I was so sure that they were judging every single thing that came out of my mouth. Yeah. I, yeah, I can imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been there and a lot of agents have been there too. And I think that one thing that's really helpful is just remembering number one, you've already gone through this process more times than they have, even outside of the age, because regardless of, even if you're working with someone who might have some years on you or decades and they've bought and sold a lot of houses in their lifetime because they've gone through the cycle of homeownership, we're in, you just happen to have joined the market at an extraordinary time. Like the word unprecedented being thrown around as much as it has the last two years, it feels overplayed, but it's really hard to explain even to some agents who have 20 years of experience that their experience doesn't necessarily matter so much right now because we're going through market conditions that no agent has ever experienced. And just the fact that you have been able to write out this last year already sets you light years ahead of anybody else who might think like, oh, I know everything to expect. Like they don't. The last year has shown everybody that the market can behave in ways that are completely unpredictable. And you have been able to develop a resilience and resourcefulness as a result of that, that cannot be bought, right? Like you just happen to have gone through a really unique period of time that even those who have 20 years of experience had a lot of trouble catching up with. Have you thought of it in terms of that like perspective or is that helpful? That's very helpful because what you said, like you've been through this more than they have. Like it's true. You know, I've helped numerous families get into different homes and some people have maybe bought like two or three homes. Right. And so it's like, I'm doing this all day, every day. Like I, I'm still learning of course, but I know what's what needs to be done and how to get that done. Yeah. And then let me ask you a couple of follow-up questions that can only go so far, right? Like recognizing that like, yeah, I do this every day. That only goes so far because that's your current experience. But the other thing that you have to bring to the table that is always going to set you apart are your values. 
And you are a very value-driven person. And you show that by the boundaries that you've created in your work to protect what matters most to you. And what matters most to you are relationships and community and service. Can you say without a doubt that you're going to do your very best if you're in a commitment with a client to make sure to protect their best interests? Absolutely. Okay. Even if you don't know the answers to every single question, or you have to learn something new to make sure that that's going to happen. Absolutely. Okay. Do you think that there are other real estate agents out there who might have more experience who are willing to cut those corners or behave outside of that window of ethics that you might have? Yes, because I've seen it before, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. So... So regardless of experience, do you think that the people that you genuinely want to work with would choose somebody who has that inner moral compass and and who's driven by those values over someone who might have more experience or more age or look more seasoned? Yeah. Yeah. I think that they, I mean, all the clients I've had in the past, they just want you to be honest and they want you to communicate. And I'm like, I can do that for you. Like I always will and I always have. So yeah. that's something I feel like I, I can give to my clients very well. I would just remind yourself of that every day, right? Like anytime you start feeling that trigger, mm-hmm. and this is a good reminder for myself too, right? Anytime you start feeling that trigger of like, oh man, am I going to get found out or that imposter syndrome or like, oh man, am I just, am I kind of operating outside of my expertise here, right? Like, just remembering and grounding yourself. And there's a lot more than experience that has to come to the table to make people's dreams come true when it comes to real estate. And I have that perfect mix already. Experience will come, but what's going to get me there is the values that drive me, the commitment to my clients, and the unique blend of the... (laughs) crazy experiences that I've had so far that have gotten me here. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. I will definitely, yeah, put my mind on that. I appreciate that. Okay. So that's the age situation that will come with time. I promise over time, you'll feel more and more. I don't think that, um, I did not have the tools that I have today. And having just gone through it, it took me like three or four years until I really feel like I had felt like I had any clue what I was doing. <laughs> I had I we needed like at least a hundred transactions under our belt. I feel like to really feel like I was like, okay, good, we're good. I can do this. But over time it'll develop and it'll come and you're always gonna be learning new things. What can we do in the next year? to really make sure that you have the right plans in place um, and the right systems in place to get you to the next level of where you want to be? I think that my 90 day vision letter is very good for me because I lose track of the mindset stuff that we just talked about. You know, I can, the busier I am, I can get sucked into the lies And so if I'm seeing something every day that's telling me the truth and that's telling me what I am like setting my mind on, that's helpful. And I haven't been the best at that. So (laughs) I need to like get really good at that, put it somewhere that I see it every day and remind myself because 
like I'm that kind of person. Like I need reminders and I need it to be um, like words of affirmation. And that sticks with me because that makes me feel really good. I'm the same way. You and I are so similar. <laughs> so have you have you written your 90 day letter this quarter yet? Not this quarter. No. Okay, cool. I need to. Well, we can do that, right? So that's something that we can do. That's something that we can accomplish. And it just happens to be the first Monday of a new quarter yeah. at the time of this recording. So is that something that you can commit to this week? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay, cool. So we can do that and really have a sense of what we want to accomplish in the next 90 days. What does, what do you think that's going to look like um, as you write out that vision? What are, what are just a few things that you really want to end this year on? So definitely two marketing events or outreach community events. Okay. Um, not really like a number or like closings or anything, but more of the like life work balance because the next three months are going to be wild. Like my brother's getting married, like I'm hosting bridal shower, like life is really going to hit me the next three months. Okay. So trying to figure out how to do what needs to be done every day for work so that I can check out and really enjoy like these fun times with family. Okay. What would you say are the most important database style marketing activities that you've been able to maintain this year? Um, so definitely my CRM, like that's good for me, like being able to go through everyone that needs to be contacted and adding people in and following up that way. Um, but also like social media, like I am a very inconsistent person. Like as much as I love strategy and systems, I can get so inconsistent. So I've gotten really good at posting a certain amount of times and following up. So really nailing that down because I can let that go real fast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so if we were to really prioritize one platform or over another, which one do you think would be most important to make sure we don't let slip through the cracks between now and the end of the year? Instagram. Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. How often do you like to post to Instagram right now? I'm doing three times a week and one of those is a reel. Perfect. Yeah. Have you have you planned out content through the next 12 weeks for that? I haven't. Okay. Could you plan out themes or just some ideas over the next two months specifically, just so that you at least aren't coming up um, with content on the fly once it gets to there? Yeah, I definitely could do that. Okay. How long do you think that would take you? Um, Probably like two hours. Okay. Do you yeah, think you could find... Bad. Yeah, that's not too bad at all. Do you think you could find the time to do that this week? Yeah, I can do that this week. Okay, cool. So so that'll make sure you at least have a little bit of an idea of what you're going to post on Instagram through this really busy season that's coming. And we know that as long as we just show up and execute to that, which you you execute really well, like you're not afraid of hard work. And as long as you have an idea of what's important, you seem to do really well, just making sure you get it done, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll just make sure we've got that in our vision. We have it very clear for us to see. 
And then we will also make sure that it seems like the CRM follow-up is pretty well like habitualized. So you're good there, right? Yeah. Okay. If that starts to slip, how are we going to know? Is it going to be a more daily routine type situation where you're like, man, I'm really not managing my time? Or is it going to be like a specific metric that we're going to see slip? It would be not managing my time correctly. Okay. So do you feel like you have a pretty good routine right now and like reminders or time blocks that you tend to follow through with? Yeah. So um, I have it all set up to where it's just kind of like a check mark every day of what needs to be done. So in the mornings, that's when I do my power hour. And that's like my five key things that have to be done every day. Um, So that's pretty routine. And then if I do have like a walkthrough or an inspection in the morning, I just do it later in the afternoon. Perfect. So we're just going to keep it visible. So incorporating it in the 90 day letter and then having a reminder to read that letter at least once a week, but as often as you can, so that you can just remember why it's important to continue on top of that routine, even when things get busy, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, cool. So our, our follow-up and, and reaching out to people is going to be routine. We're going to stay in touch with that. We'll be good. Instagram, we can plan that out a little bit to make sure that we don't feel too overwhelmed once we get to the actual posting aspect. And then we want to add in two marketing events, which I think makes a lot of sense to do. What are you thinking for those? Um, I really like some sort of like pumpkin decorating contest. I think that would be fun and engaging. It's just figuring out how I'm going to go about that. Um, But also for like Christmas time, I would love to do some sort of fundraiser just because my heart is like so in it for families who don't get to experience that, you know? And so maybe being able to provide like a Christmas for a family would be fun. Okay. So do you have my events checklist? No, I don't. Okay. Let me find that for you. And the reason I say that is because if we're going to do a pumpkin decorating contest, we got to get on that. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. You, you can put something together like that in, in a couple of weeks, but it might turn out to where you might have to do it like um, as kind of like a happy hour social um, type situation where it's a little bit during the week between the hours of like four to six. Um, or you, you can find a weekend date. You just might have lower attendance just because people might have other activities already planned. Right. Yeah. But those are the two options that I would say is you can make it a really casual pass by happy hour. And even if people could only, you know, if they only had time to stop by after work, um, enjoy a glass of wine on you or whatever you've got going on, and then take a pumpkin home with a little pumpkin part carving kit. Um, with your little Popeye, that's a great event. Like it doesn't have to be a huge choreographed thing since we're there on time. Like I would just offer the option to make it a little, um, a little easier, if that makes sense. Yeah. I like that sounds good. I like the idea of them like taking it home and then like maybe tagging me on Insta. Yes. And then that way we could like, I could post them and like have people vote. And then you could have like a a giveaway for it, for sure. That would be super fun. Like you can choose the top three and then voting could be in your stories. So you could do like three rounds of voting even on three different days. 
throughout like the first week of November and then give them something fun. Whoever wins. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That could be super cute. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you think you could execute that by the end of the month? Yeah, I do. I think you can too. So I'll find the events planning checklist. And then for December, while you're doing this planning, what I would do is carve out like, no pun intended, (laughs) but I like that. (laughs) What I would do is I would carve out, if you have time this week, carve out like a four hour work session to write your 90 day letter, um, do your Instagram planning and then plan out, like sketch out the sequence of events for this October. And then the last thing that you want to do is just identify like the concept for December, right? So you could do an adoptive family, you could do a toy drive. So identify specifically who we're looking to benefit. I love that you're doing that because we do that every year and it's super fun. Um, and you can kind of decide how you want it to look from there. Do you, do you want to workshop that a little bit or do we need to just kind of like conceptualize where we want to go? Um, I think just kind of like the theme is good okay. because I'm kind of thinking, you know, people are so busy. My idea is to have um, like an Amazon wish list, like find a family, get to know what they need, and then shop that on the Amazon wish list and share the list with people and then have like a drop off hour and like they bring whatever they've purchased for the family and we like can talk and eat pie or whatever. (laughs) So cute. So you could even do um, Amazon contributions. So like... So for example, say someone has a new baby, right? Like a family has a new baby or like young kids, you could do like diaper fund for them where it's like, you know, they, they can just contribute $5 or $10, whatever they have towards a diaper fund, that kind of thing. Um, how, how would you go about finding who to benefit? Um, probably through like church, um, but also just have connections in the community of like people who have like um what is the word like nonprofits who are always helping people so I'm thinking will you reach out to them and see if they have anyone in mind okay cool yeah one one thing that I might offer as well is you could always um you could always offer nominations from your database yeah I like that So you could send out, since you're already doing the video stuff, which I love sending out a video and say, Hey, this is the vision that I have. We've, you know, I, there's so much to be grateful for this year. I want to make sure that we are taking that back and putting it back into our community. If you know of a family who needs a little assistance this year or someone who just needs extra blessings, um, send your nominations to me here. You could set up a free, like one of those free Google forms Mm -hmm. where they can share like a little bit about the family story and what they need specifically. And then that does a lot of that legwork for you, but it also helps them feel involved with it as well. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. That could become like one of those like annual things that you do every year. That would be super cool. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So how do you feel after all of that? Do you feel like you have a pretty clear sense of what to accomplish? Yeah, I think just going into the last 90 days, which is crazy. um, Just thinking about like the big things going on in my family's life, you know, and just trying to balance it all. And 
like be there for my clients because I just love and respect them all. Like I want this to be a business that they are excited about. So, you know, showing up for them with some sort of event or little gift or something and just managing the last few months. Yeah, it'll be a push, but make sure to carve out time with your husband and your family. Carve out that time to like regroup if you need some self-care time. You're deserving of that, of course, as you're pouring into everybody else. But it sounds like you have everything you need, Kara, to just do everything that you want to accomplish by the end of the year. Thank you. I literally like would not be here without the Academy because I would have lost my mind already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you make it look easy from the outside looking in, but we're super, I'm super grateful to be a part of your journey and to be able to help you along the way. Um, And I want to acknowledge you for having the courage and the insight to understand that you looked for a certain level of support and you wanted to make sure that you had everything you needed in order to accomplish the goals that you had for your first year. And I hope that you look back on this year with a lot of pride because you've done some really, really cool things. Um, and you're creating a business that is something to be so proud of. Like I love everything that you have and you bring so much heart into it. Um, so to be a part of that is, is super cool for me too. So thanks for allowing me to be on that journey with you. Oh, thanks. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I can't wait to hear how it goes. So we'll have to do a wrap up. We'll have to touch base after everything. But I really appreciate you joining us on the show and sharing your story. For those who might want to connect with you further or just kind of follow along on your journey, how can they find you? I think the best way to find me is Instagram. I'm Kara McClaney Realtor. Um, and we can type that out or something. Yeah, but for sure. I'm I'm always on there. Um, love connecting with everyone. And feel free to reach out anytime. I'm always happy to share like tips and tricks and just follow along on your journey too. <laughs> love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kara. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. High five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the marketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.